Hey there, we're coming at you from the green couch at BCP. My name is Catherine. I'm the copywriter and digital specialist here. And today we're going to be talking about online reputation. What the heck does that really mean and why should you care? What you say about your brand online is important for your organization's success, but equally as important is what others say about you. Unicorn tears are amazing. I'll take a bottle of those. For my unicorn tears business. Unicorn tears, 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 nailed it. I know if I'm thinking about visiting a new restaurant or buying a new product for my family, I always check out the reviews, both the good and the bad. So to dive deeper into this, I'm going to be chatting with my fellow digital team members. You probably already know my podcast co-host, Kylie Rogers-Strahan, account executive and digital marketing director. Hey there. And we're also joined today by our newest member of the digital team, Kayla Hamilton. Hello. So talk to me a little bit about what we mean when we say online reputation. So everyone has um, an online reputation, you know, whether it's good or bad. Um, And it's basically the reputation of your brand, product, or service on any digital platform like Facebook, social media, Google reviews, Yelp, all that good stuff. Um, And it's impacted by consumers like you and me. Um, So according to a consumer review survey, approximately 72% of um, consumers trust online reviews as much as recommendations from friends and family. Yeah, it's kind of just like taking that word of mouth online. People are going to talk about you anyway, but they're just putting it out there for billions of people to see instead of the 10 friends that they used to talk to. (laughs) So it's really fun. (laughs) So let's say I own a company, I sell unicorn tears, and I have loyal customers and zero extra time. So why should I care about what Joe Schmo on Google thinks about my unicorn tier business? Right. So it's more like it's your first impression to everything. So if somebody is looking for those unicorn tears, which would be so amazing, (laughs) um, I'll take a bottle of those if you are selling them. But um, I need to know where to go, who's going to sell the best unicorn tears, and... um, where am I going to be able to kind of get the best bang for my buck, maybe receive the best service? Um, those reviews are going to help people kind of navigate to your location. If you are a massage therapist and give like horrible massages um, and everybody's saying that they dislike your services, then people probably aren't going to go to you after they search for you online. Um, and people are talking about you no matter what you think. You know, you may not care about online reputation. A lot of businesses aren't necessarily on the track of caring about what people are saying about them online yet, but it is an avenue, as we said earlier, where people are talking and that's where people are going to go to do their research. You know, we use it for restaurants, we use it for everything else. And so it really just kind of gets you out there and builds that trust that people are looking for, for that next service or, you know, dining experience. Yeah, so having a strong um, online reputation, it can help you get and keep those, you know, Joe Schmoes, um, and even hang on to those loyal and satisfied customers. It helps you learn about your customer's true experience. Like we were saying, if you give bad massages, then nobody's going to go to there. Um, And so it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes a company or brand needs to hold up a mirror and see what's actually going on um, and what your customers are actually experiencing so you can change it. Yeah, and to piggyback off of that a little bit, it's it is enlightening. So a lot of times we tell our clients to 
be prepared, especially if they haven't looked at any of their online reviews. Um, but it is a learning experience, and not only from the customer side, but there's review sites for employment as well. So if you're trying to recruit people to your business, to staff, you know, employees, um, there are sites out there that are also reviewing you as a company to work for. And so managing those online reput- like reviews and reputation, that makes a huge difference too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one wants to work for a company that has bad reviews. Yeah. Or go there. Yeah. <laughs> so, But people don't really always love confrontation, and so yeah. your employees and your consumers might not necessarily come to your management directly and say, I'm having an issue. Instead, they'll just do it online, yeah. behind mm-hmm. your back. <laughs> it could be anonymous, you know, or it could have their name out there, but you're right, yeah. it's a safer space kind yeah. of for them. Yep. So can I really change someone's mind about my brand if I really do give bad massages, um, have I kind of ruined my my reputation for that person, or is there a way that I can turn the tide if I do have a lower view score online? And how does that process work? What does it look like? Yeah, you definitely can. You know, even somebody could just be having a bad day, and that's not a real representation of how you, how you provide your services or sell your unicorn tears. Um, but that um, you can change somebody's mind just by responding. Just having a response out there and managing the the expectations of how the experience went, too. Obviously, um, you don't want to banter online. You don't want to have that confrontation on there. But you still want to kind of prevent a crisis from happening. So the more that your brand has these negative reviews, you want to go out there and stop them right away. You want to be sure that you are responding in a positive and constructive manner. So that way it doesn't get out of hand. It could just be an oops experience. It could be the person who is receiving the service or um, buying your products had a bad day. Like I said, it, it there's a lot of things that go into it, but preventing that crisis is being a part of it and managing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the, the worst things or something that's more worse than a bad review is not responding to a bad review, just leaving it out there in the open and um, not letting customers or consumers see that you're actually reaching out and trying to solve what's Mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah, because your response is going to be able to change that that new customer's point of view, maybe. If they're doing the research, they see these negative ones, but they see that you're responding, they're like, oh, well, I mean, they're out there, they're caring about their service, their company, their brand. And that gives you the opportunity to kind of change those minds or perspective new customers or whomever coming into your place of business. And then do you ever have the opportunity to actually reverse that bad review? So the person who wrote a bad review, after you respond to it, do you have an opportunity to get them to write a new review Hmm. or to edit their review? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. um, We've had the experience in both scenarios. So um, you... You know, when you're taking that that conversation offline, so you had the response, and maybe your your internal you as a as a business owner or your staff members responding to them, calling out, reaching out to try to figure out how you can resolve that situation. Um, some of our clients asked to even at, to have the person who left the review take that off or change the review if at the end it was a positive situation, and sometimes that happens. Some people are like. No, whatever. Like, I don't have time for all that. And then, like, say that they do it and then they don't, which happens too. You know, people are busy. But um, it is, you provide the opportunity to rectify the situation and then also see if they can kind of change the response online. 
example of this in action? You'll see customers even tweeting at like Starbucks, let's say, and saying they don't have enough outlets. But Starbucks is really good at responding. You know, everybody's in the coffee shop there buying their like $2 coffee, maybe $9 coffee. $2 <laughs> coffee. You know, like just plain. <laughs> Probably not even $2 anywhere. Um, and then also soaking up the Wi-Fi for the next like three hours of their day. Um, so if you've ever been in like a bigger, larger metro city, there's probably about 40 people in there for a good chunk of the day. And they ran out of outlets. And so somebody tweeted like, it'd be great if you could provide more outlets. And great company, but they you know, gave a little response like, also, not a Wi-Fi shop. We're a coffee <laughs> shop, you know? So we have enough outlets to serve the people. They did it in like a fun kind of banter way. But they kind of, you know, set the expectations of, we're also here just to provide coffee. Like, you know, you're not here as your Wi-Fi cafe either. So. Right. And so do you, would you recommend that type of playful banter? Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on your brand. Because if your brand's playful, you have that banter, um, that works well for you. If you are somebody who would never say that in the office or in your practice or place of work. A law firm or something? Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> People will be like, what the what? Like, <laughs> that's so rude. You know, it could be taken in a different way. But there's, you know, a lot of times where you'll see um, various companies just kind of replying with a GIF or, you know, a, a funny kind of statement. But that represents their brand. So it's all about how your company works in itself. Yeah. I know I am... Um, a few months ago, I saw an interesting interaction on Facebook. Um, somebody posted on the Planet Fitness page and complaining about how the gym inside of it, it gets too hot and it makes it really uncomfortable to work out. And the Planet Fitness brand page responded with, well, that must be because you walked in, Karen. Um, <laughs> and I just thought it was an awesome way to respond to it. Um, yeah. And I think that they followed up with something about how they would take the complaint seriously. But when you can add a little bit of personality yeah. into your um, reputation management, I thought that was, uh, I yeah. think that that's always a good yeah. approach. It makes it lighter. You know, yeah. we're not saying be like... <laughs> well, you shouldn't be there for nine hours, but you know, it just makes it lighter and gives them kind of a fun experience. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes the thank you for your response mm -hmm. is really the right thing to do, but yeah. Yep. Sometimes it can be more fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. You've convinced me that reputation management is super important for my unicorn tears business, <laughs> but I have zero extra time because as a small business owner, you know, I wear many hats. I can't wear this hat too. And so what's the benefit of having somebody else do this for me? Somebody like BCP? Yeah. So, um, we can be as hands-on or hands-off as, um, you want. We can integrate ourselves into your existing, you know, workflow to help reach consumers after they've had that experience with your organization. Um, and then, and then using our review funnel process, which is a secret. Um, it's like the can, special sauce, <laughs> right. McDonald's secret but. sauce, <laughs> yeah. Szechuan sauce, whatever. <laughs> um, we can help you convert your happy customers into reviewers, and then ultimately boosting your online reputation. Yeah, it really just kind of takes it off of your shoulders because. Um, you want to keep increasing the amount of reviews that you get, so you have to do something about that, and um, that could be internal, it could be external, whatever that process looks like, it probably takes time. So being a one-man business owner or even a team of 10, sometimes you don't have time to look for those reviews, ask for those reviews, and then also manage those reviews. Um, and by managing, I mean responding in either a positive, negative way, pointing... Um, 
the review to the right person internally to gather a response. And so that's where somebody like us, <laughs> the wonderful digital team, um, comes into hate or comes into play where we can kind of help out and just make sure that we're helping you achieve those goals and either bury bad ones, get new ones, and respond in a time leeway too, because a lot of times people are mad at that moment, they want their problem solved, and it doesn't help when you take seven days to respond, right? So we're able to just kind of be a part of that team and help manage those reviews and expectations. on sites like Google or Facebook or Yelp, or are there more? Um, no, there is actually a lot of different sites um, pertaining to your whatever you have, service, product, um, heating, cooling, um, any of that. So there could be multiple different platforms for your specific industry. Like, for example, healthcare. So there are probably... 10, 12 different sites that pertain just to healthcare. So there's Vitals, HealthGrades, DocSpot, so many other examples out there. And what's very important, especially because you have your practice that you're managing reviews for, because as a practice as a whole, and then you also have at each doctor that's providing a service or, or PT, you know, person out there that's providing a service and patients like to rate those individuals as well. So if you have a practice of 10 doctors, that means you're going to have 11 individuals or 10 individuals in one practice that you're managing. So 11 things that you're working with there, plus the 10 to 12 other sites that are also allowing reviews. So then you're looking at, you know, I'm not that good at math, but like 120 <laughs> different <laughs> profiles, let's say. Good estimate there. Got to bust out a calculator. Um, but you're looking at like over 120 profiles that you're managing that could be getting reviews. And they might not be top priority, you know, because Google, Facebook, Yelp, those are going to be your main ones out there, health grades for the medical world. But um, people could still be leaving reviews out there and you have to be able or be sure that you're managing it and that you are able to respond to because can people leave reviews on my unicorn tears business? I'm going to continue with this <laughs> with this fake example throughout the rest of the podcast. Because people be leaving reviews on my business on sites I don't know about without me even knowing about it. Definitely. Yep. It's all about kind of doing a search and seeing what's all out there. Because there's some sites that are brand new. They pop up and some random person's like, oh, yeah, look at this site. I'm going to leave some random review on XYZ site that nobody's even heard about, but come three days from now, maybe four more people look at it and you have a one star review. It's not giving you good credibility. So, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're going to manage all of my profiles for me, and that's great, but where do I step in? How do I know what's going on? Each month, BCP will produce um, kind of an in depth analytics report. Um, going into detail about how your organization's online reputation is actually evolving based on how many positive, hopefully positive, and negative reviews that you received. Um, we can also, like, you know, meet with you to discuss the findings, brainstorm more ways to um, improve the strategy to help get those overall um, positive reviews um, and ratings for your business. So if I'm interested in pursuing this, what are my first steps with, uh, with a company like BCP? 
Yeah, feel free to, you know, reach out. We do offer an analysis. So then that way, if you're looking to see what your, like, your practice location, what's what are people saying out there, where does it all show up, um, we can easily pull a quick analysis report and show exactly how many reviews you're getting, what star standing you're at, and um, what sites you're on. So that way we can examine if you know, what's out there, what's being said, and if there's kind of a different route or strategy that we need to build to gain more reviews or to manage those responses. There's a link in the notes section below where you can click to get your analysis of your, your location, your business, and then just kind of see what your standings are, and we'd gladly help you build a strategy and campaign around that. Thanks to Kylie and Kayla for chatting with us about reputation management today. And if you want to learn more about managing your brand's online reputation and how we can help your organization, please feel free to reach out to us and contact us by phone or email or carrier pigeon. <laughs> or you can just check out our website at blowncreative.com. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time from the green couch.